Yo, check this out. My name is Ezra Hill, and right now, I'm introducing you to my podcast. It's called Hill of Beans. It's a podcast about nothing and everything. My co-host Casey and I are going to be breaking down life from the perspective of two Midwestern middle-aged minds. We're not experts, just ordinary everyday people like you trying to navigate this vessel called life. And these waters can get rough. Our goal is to help keep you on course without having to abandon ship. So, I hope you'll enjoy our episodes. You just might find them inadvertently interesting and informative. And hopefully it'll amount to more than a hill of beans. Hey everybody, welcome back to the Hill of Beans podcast show. I am Ezra Hill here with Casey. Uh, Casey, it's been a little bit since we've recorded. Um, And I think today we're going to tackle... The Delphi murders, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, so recently, Richard Allen's defense team came out with some pretty crazy shit, right? Dude, totally crazy. Talking about they're they're blaming the murders on a sacrificial ritual uh, by an Odinistic. Mm-hmm. Group is mm-hmm. that how you Odin, want to Odinism. Odinism, mm-hmm. it, which is yep. a, I guess some might say a religion, maybe cult type. It practice. is a form of a religion. Some people view it as a cult. Those that are in that um, belief system may tell you otherwise, but there, there's different levels of it in different. Um, practices within it you know like paganism yeah um, right so i think that there's there there's like the white supremacy um sector of believers yeah that's what they're saying this is right Mm -hmm. it's like a far uh a far right white supremacist extreme group is what they're blaming it on Mm-hmm. His defense team. Yes. Which I do not buy. Okay. So so I have been sitting back waiting to hear, because we've been sitting on this case like for since 2017, right? And yeah. didn't know anything about the crime scene. So me and you just did that. You know, if you guys want to check back, we did an update um, on the to catch you up what happened uh, that day when the girls went missing and gave you kind of all, all the suspects back then. And we now have an arrest, which is this Richard Allen, right? And he got arrested a year ago, right? Yeah, about a year ago. Um, I think he got arrested. Uh, October 22nd, 2022 was when he was arrested. Yeah, and nobody even saw this guy coming because he is the most boring suspect out of all the suspects that were on the board. Let's go over, you know, the initial suspect, which I believe was where the bodies were found. There, uh, uh, there was a guy that lived on that property. He was investigated. Yeah, and I think, I mean, I think he was cleared, right? He was cleared, and now he is deceased. He passed oh, yeah. away in 2020. Yeah, and basically, the one of the things that uh, points a finger at Richard Allen was he admitted to being in the area on the trail the day that this happened. Mm-hmm. And so it happened, and I think, if I remember right, the police were asking for tips and information. And I think Richard Allen came forward and said, hey, yeah, I was in the area I don't know what he was doing there. From my understanding, he he had met a police officer at a 
a local grocery store there. And because I think he had called in to let them know that he was there that day and, you know, he could give any info he could. Um, And he met an investigator who took his statement and then that was it. He was never looked at again until 2021, 2022 as a suspect. Yeah. And one of the reasons... They are. He, he admitted to being in the area, and then one of the reasons that I think solidified or justified the, them moving forward with an arrest was they have said they found a uh, unspent bullet, mm-hmm. unfired uh, cartridge at the scene of the crime that supposedly matches the gun that Richard Allen owns. Mm-hmm. So how all that came together, I don't really know. Dude, but that's, and that's pretty crazy. That's wild, right? And I know you and I had talked about this and you were telling me that when so this bullet that they the only thing that they're connecting to him as evidence is this one bullet, like you said, it's unspent. It was not fired. Um and you're saying that they're they're saying that there's a way to track that unspent bullet to a certain gun. Yeah. Yes. Uh, According to forensic science, Mm -hmm. you can somehow uh, gauge markings on a bullet or or somehow or another you can tie it to the chamber of a gun even if it's not fired, which I think is crazy. I didn't even know you could do that. But it's also crazy is what's also crazy is how in the hell did that? I mean, I don't even know how that happens. Right. <laughs> like I, I have a gun, and when for me to like, I know if I'm uh, releasing the bullet out of the chamber without firing. Like you mm-hmm. have to cock, you know, you have to uh, draw the chamber back to release the bullet. And, and like it's not like that just accidentally happens. Mm-hmm. Like it's very strange to me that that would happen and, and him not know it and leave it behind. Mm-hmm. So it, it for conspiracy theorists out there, you have one segment here where you're looking at okay, was this bullet planted? Mm-hmm. Right. <laughs> because I don't. I still don't understand. Because the the girls were killed by knife, correct? Correct. Probably strangulation, knife. It was... We know a knife was involved. They were slit at the neck, so it was very personal. I mean, they say when when your throat is cut, it's very personal. Yeah, it's it's bizarre that... Now, some think that he probably had a gun to basically pull on them to get them to comply and do what he wanted them to do, but they were not killed... Uh, by the gun. Mm -hmm. Uh, So how a bullet just ended up out of the chamber at the scene is very bizarre to me. Right. And in the, so when they, so like we said, they've been holding the case file because they did not want anybody to know about the crime scene because obviously there's a lot of moving parts and they did not, you know, want any information to get out there. But we know about the bullet that's tied to Richard Allen. But however, when the case you know, the defense case came out and the docs were released. We now know that the girls were stabbed or their necks were slit and that's how they were killed. We know that they um, were undressed and possibly redressed and actually switching clothes. Um, 
Now, some of this I don't have, you know, exact, but I can tell you I've been over the case file and they're claiming that it looks like that the killings had to have happened with the clothes not on and then them be redressed. Now, that being being the clothes were removed at some point. I mean, I'm assuming there was some kind of sexual assault involved. Mm-hmm. I mean, has the autopsy yes, proven that? Yes, it appears that one of them um, was sexually assaulted. Um, what's wild to me about this whole time frame with Richard Allen, he was there that day. He was a regular there. Um, you know, they lived there. But in an hour and a half, this is the time that this murder would have had to have been completed. Uh, for Richard Allen, because it could could one person of you know met these girls on that bridge, got them off the bridge, got them down a hill, got them over a river, got that sexually did what he did, redressed them, cleaned the scene, and then now we're hearing about uh, the the way the sticks were laid on the body that they are they're formed like an Odinist ritual, and that there was blood on the tree and it was wrote an F, and um, that is something also in the Odinism um, their their runes, you know they have these letters and this run F it was painted on the tree and it was by the blood of one of the victims. Um, could he have done that in that amount of time from when he was seen leaving the park? That is a lot for one person to do. And then to, if it was laid out like a ritual, that was a process. Yeah, I don't, I personally don't buy into the whole ritual thing because you don't just randomly have a ritual. It's, it, to me, it's got to be planned. So, what else would you call that? If it's not a ritual, it would be a sacrifice. Well, yeah, if, it, if they're trying to say this was a ritual involving human sacrifice, but I don't buy that. I think that they're deflecting from just a crazy nut job who sexually assaulted these girls and is sick in the head. So here, and, and, and I also and think he be. might the person might have put stuff there to make to throw him off to be like this wasn't just some crazy guy that did this was a ritual because supposedly from what I've heard, I have a friend that lives up in the Delphi area. Supposedly there is, there are individuals up there that practice Odinism. I don't know much about it. That's just one thing I've heard from one of my sources up there. Um, so if it is something that's going on up there, I could see where someone might try and play it off that, you know, Hey, I'm going to do this, but, I'm going to throw them off and put some sticks. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It's just, mm-hmm. uh, and, and there was, a, be, yeah, because some, some psychopaths are super smart, right? I mean, like they yeah. think through the whole process yes. and they're not all just dumb, but here's my thing is why was, why was he there that day? He did not know those girls were going to be there, but you do know who did Keegan Klein and he was investigated. Yeah. He's a whole another component to all this. And I think they've ruled him out as being a suspect, but he did, I think, have online interaction with him because he was posing as somebody else to lure young girl to communicate with young girls and try and meet him and 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 he uh, did know that they would be there that day he was in communication yeah and he and he um so they they did discover that and then when they went investigate him they caught him with child porn and so he's been arrested 
He's got um, like a 40 year sentence on that, but they've said he's not the perpetrator yeah, on I, this. I can't. I, I, that, I hope he fucking gets his ass. He's going to drop the soap, Ezra. I fucking can't stand people that yeah. do that shit. Uh, <laughs> he's so, yeah. But he, yeah, depending who his who he has communication with and all that. I, I don't, you know, if he knew the girls were going to be there, he could have communicated that to somebody else. Maybe not mm-hmm. intentionally knowing that someone was going to kill them, but someone could have found. Well, out. and usually pedophiles typically run together and no other pedophiles. Yeah. Not all of them, but there is the, the small percentage or whatever that do. And if this was some kind of sex ring and he did know those girls were going to be there that day and maybe it wasn't Keegan Klein maybe it was someone else and I'm not saying Richard Allen isn't guilty but if I'm sitting as a juror I'm like questioning all of these things how Richard Allen what that was such a you know gruesome crime um the he was. He did not know those girls. He did not know they would be there that day. I can't tie. I, for some reason, I well, just don't know his we don't, motive. We don't know that he didn't know they were. We do. Be there. We How do, we do know that? because they went in when they got the warrant. They got all his computers, phones. They did all his history searches. They checked everything. Not only did they see no correspondence or relation to these girls. They also, he had no like weird searches. He had no like perversions. He had no, nothing that was incriminating that made them think he was off on all his devices were clean. Which could be, uh, that could, saying that information, it could, that brings back the point of where did this bullet come from? Could have possibly been planted. I'm not saying he's guilty or innocent. I mean, he, he very well could have done it he could have just been out prowling anyway mm-hmm. and just saw the girls and took advantage of an opportunity I, I don't know but you know it is kind and of where's the knife right like they i want to know where the knife yeah they found uh, a but bullet what, but where's the knife what i will say is, is according to the um prosecution team they have stated that he he's admitted to killing the girls multiple times since he's been in custody this is true and, but he he's also coming out and his defense team and i think this is his second defense team i believe he had a, a previous uh defense team that uh withdrew for some reason or another i'm not quite sure why but um they are saying he's been mistreated in prison, blah, blah, blah. And they're saying, you know, two of those, the prison guards were Odinists mm-hmm. and all this stuff, which is kind of crazy. But so, and both those guards have admitted through some news articles, they are saying that they, um, you know, did not set him up or they had nothing to do with it. Right. And I think one of them, one of the guards did say he practiced something. I don't believe it was. One was more on the paganism side. The other one did say he is and does practice along the Odinism sector, but has never, and get this, they both wore badges on their uniforms, both of these security guards that were watching yeah, him. which I thought that was weird too. Like, I wouldn't think a law enforcement should be able to be allowed to yeah yeah i hope they get that shit under control Well, supposedly they've been removed the patches have been right so these two security guards who he is saying threatened him to 
while, while he's on the phone to tell his wife that he did it or they were going to kill the family. And so Richard Allen is saying, and that while he was on the phone, they were always in standing distance. They were always the ones watching after him, that they're the ones that said, if you don't make this confession, your family will die. And we've heard that he has constantly been asking if his family's okay. Now, this is like a movie, right? Like this is just something that is just way out there. And it's like, could it run that yeah, deep? Could, I, I, could these people be running that deep? I don't know. I... Again, I'm not saying Richard Allen is guilty or innocent, um, but this it is bizarre. And this could be like a last-ditch, desperate effort to try and pull attention away from him. Because here's the bottom line is here's what you're looking at. He was in the area at the time, and a bullet that fits in his gun was found at the scene, mm-hmm. which it's crazy and bizarre, but that's what's against him right now. So how do you explain and all that? And this bullet, <laughs> this bullet did not appear in the crime photos. Where was the bullet? Well, they're saying, oh, it must have been under the girls or, you know, it, it was yeah. dug out of the mud. You know, why you visually, nobody visually snapped on that day the photo of the bullet also what they did not take with them the day of you know and this is on the investigative team um they didn't take the sticks that were covered on the body that formed these um you know runes or whatever those shapes of the you know the odinous shape on the bodies um they did not collect those sticks they were not collected till two weeks after they thought oh there could be DNA on those. They went back and tried to collect those six and get what they could. Then also where the letter F was painted, they did not cut that out and not paint it. It was, you know, drawn in blood, which was the victim's blood. There's DNA on that, right? I mean, has to be. They did not cut out that that sector of, of bark, you know, which was very important, you know, for DNA. We're not getting any DNA. And some of this is at the fault of what happened that day. Yeah. I mean, the investigation. This, this isn't uncommon in when you have a small town uh, tragedy like this, where there's some kind of murder and you have a small town uh, police force that doesn't deal with this on a regular basis, right. you know, and they're trying to investigate and they don't investigate homicides often. So mm-hmm. they're inexperienced at it. And oftentimes, this is where you get into trouble because certain things get ignored or the ball gets dropped here or there. Evidence isn't collected mm-hmm. or it gets contaminated. And so it's not, and I'm not faulting the law enforcement agencies for that. It's just, it is what it is. I mean, the documentary Making a Murderer on Netflix, you've seen that, right? Oh, yeah. I mean, oh, that's yeah. like, that's this oh, to the T where yes. it's just like everything's botched because they just, you know, and then there's pressure to, to catch someone. And see, this is what's crazy too. He, Richard Allen was arrested uh, in October, which is right before election time in November. So you have people up for election and it, there is what will get you elected is convicting someone or arresting someone for this type of in a high profile uh, case yeah, in a high profile yeah. case that's been going on for years that essentially it was cold i mean there was nothing for like 3 or 4 years however long it's been and now all of a sudden they come out and arrest this guy <laughs> it's like right. what what the hell have you been doing this whole time right. you know uh, so it's 
It's crazy. Um, and, and, you know, I don't know. There, you have to really dive in and investigate that to see what was going on. But it's not uncommon for any situation in big town or small town for people to manipulate and skew things one way or the other mm-hmm. for personal gain. Yeah. And I do want to say that the, the defense, you know, their job is to create this narrative of doubt with the juries, right? And, and to get, you know, get them off the hook, right? Or if they really believe he's innocent, they're they're telling, you know, everything they, they can that is actually true. I will say this, with when they came out with this, and then we originally found out the reason that they went back two weeks after the investigation to, you know, after the bodies were found, to collect those sticks is because the the um, case file was being investigated and they had multiple pictures that private investigate private investigators and others came back and said um you missed something these are symbols and this is an odinist and it was it's in the actual original case file mm-hmm. they did not even they picked up you know they just thought the bodies were covered but People that were specializing in these departments said, this is a, you know, sacrifice or whatever in the Odinist. These are symbols. These are runs. And then that's when all of a sudden those sticks became very important. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's not like the defense just, you know, pulled something out of their ass. And then to come come to find out, right, it's such a small world, these two security guards practice some form one does not you know he's more in the paganism i don't know what what field that is but one of them does that's odd that those are the security guards another thing now get this there's a girl that came forward we know the names and we're not going to say the names and we know the person that she's talking about and we're going to not speak his name right now either because um it's under investigation he's being i'm sure looked at or being he's going to be brought up in the court case but he confessed to his girlfriend that he killed the girls and that there was a couple of them there that day that did it this girl and him split up. The police gave her a lie detector and she passed. Now, there's that, that that's came out. And then another thing to put under your belt, check this out. One of the girls, one of the victim's boyfriend's dad is an Odinist. One, oh, okay. Interesting. Right? And if you go look at that person's page, wink, wink. Oh, yeah. I remember that guy. There's pictures of things that will flip Um, your shit that makes me think there's something to this. You know, uh, when you told me about that guy and you gave me his name, I texted my friend who lives up in Delphi. And I said, do you know anything about this guy? And she responds. She said, oh, the Odinist guy. (laughs) Yes, dude. Yeah. So um, he has some pretty like that, that letter F um, that was wrote in blood all over his page. And he's got stick symbols in the woods with those shapes that he formated, formulated. Um, And I showed me and you watched a um, actual practice of Odinism where he was at, which was just kind of just way out there. But this was prior to the murder that he's posting all this stuff with the, the sticks and the shapes and 
That's kind of creepy. Yeah. And then this is who they're saying, you know, I don't know. It, for, for, yeah, I don't know. I don't like to say people's names unless they're, you know, been put yeah, out there. I mean, I'm we know who it is. Were those, were those, cause I know the, the defense team, they released a bunch of, um, they released their paper, their court documents and statements and stuff uh, and their what they're why they're saying what do you call that <laughs> uh, anyways their memorandum I, I, they released what why they their information and based on the evidence of facts that they mm-hmm. gathered as oh. to why it wasn't Richard Allen and uh, so you know they're they're trying to say that it was this Odinist group, which I don't, again, I don't know that it kind of seems like a desperate attempt. Um, because, and I also, when you look at the photo of the guy on the bridge that the the police released, it looks like Richard Allen. (laughs) It looks like Richard Allen, but it also looks just like the the other guy guy. you're talking about. Yeah. Yeah. Um, And he wore the same kind of hat. Yeah. Richard Allen never had those kind of hats. Huh? Well, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, it's definitely worth... I just hope they do their due diligence and investigate this. I just hope whoever did it, yeah, is the Uh, one that goes to jail. Well, yeah, obviously. You don't want anyone to... uh, Innocent uh, going to jail. And I think, you know, I I forget what the... Well, I I do know um, the percentage of of, uh, inmates on death row that are innocent based on previous convictions that have been overturned because of DNA and things like that. I think it's around 3%. Mm-hmm. So when you look at just death row inmates, according to s- statistics, 3% of them are probably innocent. <laughs> Dude, that's crazy. And it's not funny. I don't mean to laugh, but what I'm but saying, it's crazy. It's crazy. Yeah. It is crazy. Um, going back to the DNA, you, we were talking about that spent bullet or unspent bullet. Sorry, guys. Could there be DNA on that? I mean, at some point, don't you touch Maybe. it and put it in the yeah, gun? Yeah, I think, though, um, touch DNA is is harder to get versus, like, saliva or blood mm. or, or body fluids. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think you can get it. I just think it's a lot harder to get. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and if there's no... And we're not sure because we haven't, you know, heard the other sides, um, what they're going to say against the defense. But if there was sexual assault... There's got to be DNA, right? Unless those bodies were really cleaned. They're saying that there's no blood on the body. So even though the neck, I mean, on, yeah, on on the clothing. So that's what they're saying. Like they had to have been redressed. Yeah. So see, go, did would Richard Allen again have the time to clean a scene? I don't know. You would think if there was a sexual assault, you would, and even just handling the bodies this that i mean you would think there would be dna hair saliva semen blood um and the other thing too is from the time the girls went missing they were found like about 24 hours later right so 24 it, it, it to me it just doesn't make sense that these girls it, there was some kind of ritual it just because to me a ritual has got to be plain i would have bought into it more if like the girls were missing and they took them somewhere, had the ceremony, you know, and they were found like that's days what, later or something. Okay, but that's where my mind, my mind's going that these girls were taken. They were taken off that property. Something happened to them and they were brought 
back to that property in place. I just don't know. I, I mean, po- yeah. because they had all those search teams out there. Possibly, but I just don't. And they could have been. I just don't buy into the ritual thing because I can't see just someone going out and then all of a sudden, hey, I got these two girls. We better do it. Let's do a ritual tonight. And you know what I mean? Like, yeah, so I, I agree see, with you. I don't think also, it was a ritual. There was a guy I, I watched on YouTube about this. His name's Dr. John Paul Garrison. He's a licensed clinical psychologist and body language expert. He was in the Government Center uh, Intelligence Program. Uh, he knows a lot about domestic terrorist, terrorist groups and, and uh, these types of organ, you know, cult-like organizations. And he he was based on his research of Odinism and looking into this. He was saying uh, that the, the things found at the scene weren't weren't ever things that were used in Odin, Odinistic rituals, and also the date has no significance mm-hmm. to anything. Mm-hmm. And uh, there was another group of, it was like a pagan organization that I read a little bit about too. And they were talking about how this just doesn't make sense. You know, uh, their, their type of uh, Odinism and paganism is peaceful and, and nobody sacrifices, nobody does human sacrifice in any of their rituals and has it for years and years and years. You know, obviously they're, which I believe there's an element to it that yes, it's peaceful and that's not the case, you know, but obviously dealing with crazy people, you never know what they're going to do. But I just, I think you can take the ritual off the table. Yeah, I think, but I think it could be somebody, if those sticks were laid out, it could be somebody tied to that yeah, those it, runs or that practices something and it may not have been an actual sacrifice or a ritual but maybe an obsession with these runs or yeah you know. I, I think maybe it was just something to throw investigators off you know like maybe I, I don't know and I'm not saying it, Richard Allen, Allen did it it could have been somebody else but I don't think it was a ritual Odinistic thing I Mm -hmm. think either someone did some shit to throw investigators off to be like oh it was an Odinistic ritual or um, it was just either Richard Allen or somebody else or multiple people that just did it and that's and this is where we are now. I don't think there was a, a ritual involved. I just think that that's too complex of a thing to to just yeah. somebody goes out and randomly finds these girls. You know, I, I, there would have to be a lot more to it. Mm-hmm. I think. And, and to get it all done in 24 hours, I, I don't know. So the one person that we're talking about, where me and you looked at his page, you know, who we. And looks just like Richard Allen. Yeah. He was obsessed with those stick layouts and those runs. Mm-hmm. Now, somebody, so, and I'm not saying that he did it, but I'm saying it could have been just a killing. And be, it, and we do know that he's obsessive over, and, and this person just did that because they do that. We see, he does that. Like, yeah. he just picks up sticks in the woods and we see his pictures. Yeah. See, what, a key, a key, Key points to this investigation would be whether you're talking about that individual, yes, or Richard Allen. What I want to know is, okay, if you were in the area, when when were you there? How long? You know what? What's his alibi for the rest of the night? Because either he was there, he sexually assaulted these girls and killed them, and then he had to leave. And actually, I th- wasn't there a witness that said they saw. 
uh, Richard Allen, Richard leaving. Allen leaving. Yeah. So, and so you would want to, because he would have had to get it done within an hour and a half yeah, from when you're not going to kill two people with a knife and almost decapitate one of them and not have blood on you. Right. So when that witness saw him, what did he look like? What kind of condition was he in? Do, you know, did he have blood? They said on he him? no, he looked normal. Yeah. Because if, if you, if there was a ritual, Involved, Richard Allen would have had, or whoever, would have had to kidnap these girls. And then, so there's time going by. Where are the girls? What are they doing? What's going on at this And time? control two girls. Yeah. And Richard Allen was married, right? Married with a daughter. Right. So mm-hmm. his wife and daughter, I mean, if there was a ritual going on, he wouldn't have been home that night. Mm-mm. So where, you know, what do they say? He was home. Yeah. He, when I, he left, That's he why left. I think if Richard Allen did it. That same day. He was I there. Believe, he killed him. Yeah. He did it. He did it. And he left and went home. Which would, to me, would be very messy. Yeah. Very you, quick. You were also saying that the search party that went out that night or the next day was in that area and didn't see the body. Correct. So you're, you think they were taken somewhere and brought back. I mean, for things to be cleaned up the way they were, that to me speaks like time frame. That says somebody had time. Yeah. And, and we don't, yeah. I don't believe that Richard Allen had the time. All I know is he confessed and he's saying this is why he confessed. Okay. He just had to like, I don't know. It just seems like incredible that he could have pulled this off and controlled two girls in that amount of time and and rate laid out these six to form symbols and redress them and and move their clothes to the other body like it's just a lot and i also think the bodies were put in certain position right they were formed in certain positions again backtracking over to odinism yeah yeah what, what might have happened with the whole clothes thing was he might have he might have stripped them down they might have in sexually assaulted him, and then he might not just remembered what who was wearing what. And so these when two he put the clothes back on. Them. These girls were beautiful girls, and their families are amazing. They're totally two different size girls. I believe that, and I I don't. So I want to retract what I said. I just know one set of clothes was on the wrong body. So one of the girls is a different size than the other one. You know. So I'm not wondering if that if it was hers that was on the the smaller girl. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. There's just so many moving. There's if I'm sitting, could you imagine being on that jury? And hold on, how are you going to find people to go up and not have heard of this case? You're going to have to. It, it, I don't know where they're going to find these people, or being the judge and. They haven't even heard this twi- all these twists and turns. Could you imagine being on that jury? What they're getting ready to get presented to them? Well, it's uh, yeah. I mean, mind blown. Based on what I know right now, I'm not 100. percent I mean, I definitely would need to hear uh, the prosecution and the defense more from them. But I mean, basically, I'm not 100 percent because I want to know. You know, how the hell that bullet got there? Yeah. How does it, how did it get out of the, which is strange. Yeah, and why? I mean, I guess, who knows? I mean, maybe he, maybe he had it in the gun and took it out and had it in his pocket. I don't know. It's hard to say, but that's just very bizarre to me. Do you think it's uncommon, though, with the amount of people that hunt and have guns and things like that now that if they had to, like, kind of dig it out of the ground, that that could be, I mean, he's, he's a regular there. Could that have been there before? Yeah, it's possible, I guess. Um, 
Yeah, it's possible. But I just I just think that would be crazy that he came forward, admitted he was there at the time or in the area, and then all of a sudden there his bullets just randomly mm-hmm. there for him. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I mean, it's crazy. Yeah. But that's that's sort of and but the, he's got, I mean, he's got to answer for that. The conspiracy theorists are going to go like this. They're going to say they're going to go back to, like you said, there was a big election during that time period going on. They're going to say, OK, let's backtrack to people in the, in the initial case file. Right. That that were there that day. Um, also takes as one corrupt person, you know, to say how you know could yeah. he be framed because and that's a conspiracy that's the things that do happen i'm right. not saying it's happening in this case they went, when they arrested him they had search warrants so they could have got the bullet then mm-hmm. you know by just going through yeah why house. wasn't it in the pictures um yeah i mean th- that's why i say that's a big question right there now they need to they need to somehow be able to prove that it was there when the bodies were found mm-hmm. i took for me at least, you know, for them to, to say, hey, yeah, we found the bullet they're there, but there's no was, pictures or you photos. Can't, or I believe that they are, they're saying you couldn't see it because it was like, you know, in between or under the bodies or something. I'm like, well, it would have been there after they were re- removed. Yeah. Right? And I also think it's crazy that, that if that bullet was found at the time the bodies were found and Richard Allen comes forward and he says, hey, I was in the area. Anybody that said they're in the area that day, I would have been going and checking all their guns, mm-hmm. at, you know, part of the investigation right away. Because mm-hmm. even if Richard Allen's like, oh, yeah, I was in the area, but I wasn't there when, you know, whatever. I still would have been like, do you own any firearms? You know, we're coming. We need to check them. If you're not going to let us check them, we're going to get a search warrant. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Because that's a big deal. And, and how that got overlooked until now is strange to mm-hmm. me. Here's another thing that I've thought about, you know, and it's just like playing through my mind. The day that the girls went to the park, they woke up the, uh, wake, they woke up that morning, they had breakfast, and they they said that they would help at home with um, doing some work so that way they could, you know, go out and, and maybe go shopping or something. And then all of a sudden the plans were redirected to can we go to the park? Now, they're teenagers. That to me says, why? Why now do we want to go to the park? Yeah. And were they talking to someone? Right. I don't know. Um, going back to uh, that Dr. John Paul Garrison that I watched on YouTube, um, when he was, you know, the video clip they released of the guy walking on the bridge. Yeah. He said, based on what he saw, uh, and he's a body language expert, he thinks that that individual in the video has murdered before and he says that because he's very acting very calm and collected and he's keeping his head down like trying to conceal his identity because he probably knew there's a possibility they were filming him Mm. that's what this guy's saying Mm -hmm. so if that were to be the case that this guy has done this before you know is there any way then Richard Allen would need to be investigated more like could he possibly be tied to anything else? Mm-hmm. There's another, um, I've, you know, I know me and you've been keeping up on the court TV and in the case, but there's another guy who is now saying um, that the voices, the guy that says down the hill 
or the, the person that says guys and then the segment that says down the hill are two different voices. And they were actually not unison, like how we heard it, it, they, it actually did not progress that way. They, they cut the clip. So there's this part where you hear guys and then you hear down the hill. They're saying that that was two different voices and they audio clipped it when they played it for us on media as one piece. But that person thinks that there's actually two different voices that he hears. Two different voices. What also is interesting, too, is I think the guy in the video clip does look like Richard Allen. I mean, you can't really see his face, but body type, it does kind of look like him. Mm-hmm. Uh, but there was a composite sketch released that does not look like Richard Allen. Right. Which is kind of crazy, too. Right. So. Which I believe was the actual initial composite. Yeah. So why do we have two different sketches of the possible person? And then we eliminated the one. There's so many. To me, there's just so many suspects. I mean, they create reasonable doubt. You know, the guy that the, where the girls were found was on private property. Um and that guy has passed away since he did have a, a, you know, a history, you know, that wasn't too pretty. Um, then we have Keegan Klein, who is, you know, talking to young girls online, pretending to be somebody else, alluring them, who is in communication that day. He's now serving for something else, but they're saying that he is not the one that did this. Okay. Then we have Richard Allen, who worked at the local pharmacy as a pharmacist that has a wife and a daughter that they pulled and went through his entire house. They pulled all his devices, came up clean. There's not even on his search history anything that says he's, you know, off. Um, he, Like I said, he's the most boring suspect out of all the suspects that they looked at. Yeah, I... I definitely think they're, this is going to make one hell of a documentary on Netflix. Oh, this man. Oh, because yeah. if, if there's any indication that there was some botched, some, uh, some botchery going on here and they're putting it on, you know, convicting someone who's, they're just, you know, putting the blame on somebody else. Uh, that's kind of crazy, and and I've heard some talk that people are like, yeah, he's he's taking the fall for this because you know actually there's high high up officials involved and all this stuff, and you know going back to the Odinism and all mm-hmm. that crazy stuff, which I don't really buy into, but it just seems there is a lot here that is like just kind of crazy and makes you scratch your head, like what the hell that is, you know, it, because the way these murders happened it, it has to be somebody that's sick and 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 crazy and you know and you look at Richard Allen and, and based on the life he was living you're kind of like that doesn't match up mm-hmm. however when you look at the BTK killer or Jeffrey Dahmer yeah he no, was the, yeah. Jeffrey Dahmer's weird like Ted Bundy there we go yeah <laughs> uh, I mean BTK he was married and had kids and shit and he was, you know, a serial killer, but based on the life he was living, mm-hmm. you know, during the day, uh, you would never know that. So yeah. it's it's kind of crazy. And it, it'd be it's interesting to to it'll be interesting to see if Richard Allen did do this. 
what else has he done? Mm -hmm. Yeah, because they're saying this person probably has killed before. Yeah. By what they witnessed. Yeah. So, yeah, if it's Richard Allen, then, you know, oh, God, I don't know. But anyways. I think think we've talked about all we can talk about so far. Yeah, we're going to keep you guys updated. Yeah, we got to wait and see where this goes. I want to know what our our feedback is from our listeners on what they think about the case. And after what they hear you know what they've heard what if they if they're sitting on that jury is there reasonable doubt there or is there enough evidence to convict Richard Allen I want to know yeah based on the information that I know right now I'm not 100 I'm not 100% convinced he he did mm-hmm. I am pretty sure I, that there was not an odinistic some kind of odinism ritual involved I don't believe I that. don't think that there was a ritual but I do think that those sticks were laid out in the runs and I do think that it is tied to Odinism. Now, if it was done to throw the, the investigation off, okay, you know, that could could happen. Or it is somebody that's tied to Odinism. So now going back to that real fast, because I know we got to wrap up, but when they're on Richard Allen's, if it is tied to Odinism and say it's not a ritual or a sacrifice, but we know it's probably somebody in that department because of the the symbols. Wouldn't on Richard Allen's search history or what he watches or wouldn't he have looked at that stuff? Yeah, I mean... I mean, if he was going well, to do that to throw him off? I would have thought if he was involved in Odinism and to the point that there's going to be some kind of uh, human sacrif- sacrificial ritual that there would be evidence of him being involved in the religion somewhere. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And and as of right now, I don't know that that's... Yeah, they can't tie him to any, any Odinism. But anyways, all right. Uh, if you got any information or you'd like to share, give us your thoughts. Casey, what's our email? Our email is hofbeans at gmail.com. Our Facebook group is Ezra and Casey with the Hill of Beans. Join our Facebook group. Give us your feedback on the Delphi murder update. Um, We'll keep you guys updated and we will see you on the next episode.